fall is here and the winds are picking up. It is time to learn how you can become a better disc golfer in the wind so you can dominate these fall rounds. Let's get into it right now. Welcome in everybody to the Chain Clinkers Disc Golf Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Upper Park Disc Golf who this fall they're reminding you that you can use promo code CLINKERS10 and save yourself 10% at checkout and you can be looking stylish out on the course. You're going to have some of the best built bags in the game with the most storage, with the most capacity and you're getting it at an even better price than the competitors. These bags truly stand the test of time. I've had my bag for almost two years now and it still looks virtually brand new so if you want to buy it and not have to worry about buying a new one due to damage head over to upperparkdiscgolf.com right now use promo code clankers10 and save yourself 10 percent today we are talking about how you can play better disc golf in the wind i know here in kansas the wind has picked up this fall, and I've got my top three tips that are going to help you get through these difficult rounds and I just want to start with kind of discussing you know, the overarching impacts of wind on disc golf. So wind, you know, if you're from somewhere where normally it's not very windy and now all of a sudden it is super windy, you want to still continue to go out and play in the wind. It's going to make you a better player, regardless of if you're just playing to play with your friends or if you're playing in tournaments and your goals are to win those tournaments. The more you can expose yourself to those windy conditions, the better disc golfer you're going to become. And wind can significantly impact disc golf in various ways, influencing the flight of the disc and challenging players' skills. So here's some key things that you want to look at for when it comes to disc golf and the wind prior to we get to the uh, the three tips. So the first one is kind of the direction in the speed. So, you know, the most obvious impact of wind is the direction. So a headwind blowing against the direction of the throw is going to lift the disc and reducing distance, while a tailwind can carry your disc further. Crosswinds can cause the disc to drift to either side and that can affect your accuracy. So what that kind of means is when it comes to your disc selection, you want to use an overstable disc for a headwind. And overstable discs are genuinely less affected by by the wind, while understable discs can be more influenced by the wind, leading to unpredictable flights. And in disc golf, the name of the game is consistency. We want to get those predictable flights, so it's important to know which discs are going to work for you. So, for example, if you're throwing a destroyer into a headwind, that's going to work a lot better than if you're throwing a destroyer into a tailwind because a tailwind is going to make your disc more stable where a headwind is going to make your disc more understable. So you don't want to be throwing that mamba into a headwind because it's just going to flip and go into the next dimension. Something that's also important to remember is that your hyzer and anhyzer angles are going to be very key, especially when you deal with a crosswind. If you have a crosswind and it is a right to left wind and you throw a hyzer, you are exposing the flight plate of the disc to the wind. And when you do that, the wind's impact is going to 
really in, impact your disc in a much significant way. Whereas if you're if you have that same right to left wind and you throw a forehand and you're putting the nose into the wind, it's going to fight against that wind a lot more. So when you have those crosswinds, you want to keep that in mind. You never want to expose that flight plate of the disc to the wind. That's how you lose a lot of accuracy and the wind can just kind of take over on your shot. And not only does the wind impact how you're driving or throwing your disc, it does impact your putting. Um, it, it makes it a lot more challenging and it's hard to judge the, the right release point. And something to remember is that when you have that headwind, it's going to lift your disc up. And when you have a tailwind, it's going to drop your disc when you're putting. Crosswind, obviously, it's going to move it side to side. But that's why you'll see a lot more in a headwind. You'll see a lot of putters go to more of a spin putt because the more spin you can generate on your putt, it's going to allow you to just cut through the air and get right to the basket. A couple more things here is gusty conditions when you're playing in these gusty conditions it can be particularly challenging as they're unpredictable like let's say you have a base 10 miles per hour but then you have gusts upwards of 30 um i, I think this is another key point of why it's important to get those practice rounds under your belt when it is windy so you know what discs to kind of throw in those situations sometimes where you're throwing there's no wind and then 200 feet down the fairway you're there's a lot of wind and maybe it's swirling or it's a headwind it's doing something crazy to your disc the gust picks it up so if you can get more data of you throwing even if it's field work into these windy conditions it's only going to improve your disc golf game and what i would say is you know if you're playing in a sanctioned tournament you got 30 seconds if you're just playing with your buddies maybe you just have a little hey guys if all of a sudden there's a gust right before i throw i might take a minute to let that calm down i'm not going to tell you to take five minutes and because at that point it's just part of that hole but if you're about to throw and all of a sudden you just feel a ripping wind right into your face or right at your back or side to side just step off step off of your throw if you don't feel good about your throw step off so, overall, wind adds an extra layer of complexity to disc golf, requiring players to develop a keen understanding of how different wind conditions affect disc flight and to adjust their technique accordingly. Adaptability and experience are crucial for mastering disc golf in diverse weather conditions. Playing disc golf in the wind can be challenging, but with the right adjustments and strategies, you can improve your performance. Here are three tips to help you play better in windy conditions. The first one is selecting that right disc. This is where everything starts with your throw. You have to make sure you are selecting the correct disc. If you are picking up, like I had said earlier, a mamba and throwing it into a headwind, you are going to turn your disc over to the right, and it is not going to be a good throw. Maybe it ends up being a roller, but it is not going to be a good throw. You want to choose discs that are more stable and less affected by the wind. Overstable discs tend to handle winds better anyways, so they will provide you more control and predictability, which is, allows you to become a more consistent disc golfer. Again, for headwinds, you want that higher fade rating, that overstable disc, that disc that is flat. The flatter your disc is, the better it is to throw into a headwind. That means it's more overstable. Mid-range discs and putters are generally more controllable in 
in the wind compared to high-speed drivers. They allow for better accuracy and control in challenging conditions. So that is something to keep in mind when playing in the wind. I think another thing about selecting the right disc in the wind is its weight. You want to be throwing that heavier disc. You want the disc that's 180 grams, 175 grams. You don't want to be throwing those 140, 150 gram discs. The wind, even if it's an overstable destroyer, the wind is going to turn over your 140 gram destroyer. I can promise you that. So you want to make sure you're choosing a heavier disc when you're throwing into the wind. That will allow you to be more accurate, which is the goal. Before we get to the second tip, let's pause, take a quick moment for a commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, the second tip we have for you is adjust your technique. So modify your throw technique to account for windy conditions. In headwinds, use a slightly lower release angle to avoid the wind lifting the disc too much. For tailwinds, you might need to add a bit more power to your throw as the wind can assist your disc in reaching the target. Experiment with different release angles and arm angles to find the best approach for each shot in windy conditions. Practice in varying wind conditions to develop a feel for how the wind affects your throws and your discs i think something that a lot of people don't talk about is how the wind affects your discs i'm not going to sit here and advocate for you to go out and buy 20 new discs because it's windy outside you need to learn how to make your discs work for you in each condition on the disc golf course I think a lot of that comes with practice. Playing and practicing and hitting the field and doing those things will allow you to learn a lot quicker what discs work, what discs don't work. For me, I know when I have a headwind, I like to get a little bit lower to the ground and I'm just trying to avoid my disc getting up in that jet stream because once it's up in that jet stream, that thing is gone. It's not going to be very far and it's just going to fade out very quickly if I'm lucky. Otherwise, it might just turn and then stall and then fade out. So that's just something to keep in mind is that you have to kind of adjust how you throw. You can't throw nose up into a headwind. You don't want to be throwing that overstable disc or throwing it into a ground into the tailwind. You want to make sure you're generating the correct amount of power on those tailwinds with an understable disc and giving it an opportunity to go to the right so it comes back and gives you that full S-line flight. 
The third and final tip we've got for you on this show is focus on putting and short game. Putting becomes more challenging in windy conditions, so focus on a solid, consistent putting routine and consider using more stable putter for better wind resistance. So maybe you putt with a maiden and you switch it up to a Luna because you want to have a more overstable putter in your hand that's going to fight the wind better. That's not the worst idea ever. That is a pretty good idea for new disc golfers especially to try that out and that might help you in the wind again i think if you listen to last episode and we talked about how if you do a hundred putts a day during the winter that's nine thousand putts some of those are going to be windy so you when it's windy outside get out there and get on the putting green if you can't get to the course get to the putting green and put up a hundred putts 200 putts however many putts you can even if it's 10 put up 10 putts do whatever you can to be practicing in the wind and working on that short game because for us amateurs when you are good in the short game that is what is going to lead to you being a better disc golfer you're not always going to be able to throw 400 but you can make that 20 foot putt for approach shots, use controlled low-flying discs to minimize the impact of the wind. Work on precision and accuracy to compensate for the potential wind drift. This is one of those where it just makes so much sense to me that when you put a disc up in the jet stream, you lose your ability to control the disc. So approach the disc. Throw it a little lower. Maybe try to get a little bit more ground play um, where it's sliding up toward the basket. You know, maybe you take a zone and you normally throw it pretty wide and let it hyzer in. Maybe you don't throw it as wide. Maybe you throw it more at it, but you're throwing at like the base of the basket so that way it hits the ground early and slides. Something that's really important to note is that if you're throwing into a headwind but you don't want to putt into a headwind, maybe you want to try to throw it past the basket with your approach so that way you have a tailwind. I know I prefer a tailwind putt compared to a headwind putt, so when I'm approaching, that is something that I try to keep in my mind. And in windy conditions, a strategic short game really can make the difference. Concentrate on landing that disc as close to the basket to reduce the risk of wind. And the longer your putts are in the wind, the more nervous you are going to be. And the most important thing when playing in the wind is you need to stay mentally tough. It is not easy, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to miss some putts you shouldn't. Some of your drives are going to feel great, and the wind is just going to destroy them. You want to stay mentally tough. Windy conditions can be can be frustrating at the end of the day. You have to accept that every shot will not be good and will not go as planned. So focus on adapting to those conditions and how can you still save par? How can you make this birdie putt? How can you save bogey if that's what it comes to? Use a positive mindset and view windy rounds as opportunities to improve your skills. Use them as a chance to practice and learn how to handle different challenges on the course. For example, Myself and a gentleman I'm coaching right now, we went out to the course and it was 20, 22 mile per hour wind straight with gusts up in the 30s. And we were both like, oh yeah, today probably isn't going to be a good day. And we ended up shooting really well. I think I was only maybe one or two strokes off what I normally put up on that course and he was only about three or four and so that just goes to show you that if you can go into it with a more positive mindset maybe I could have had an even better day than I normally do but 
when you go in there with a little bit of a negative mindset, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. So don't give yourself a negative mindset. And, and the other flip side of that coin is we did a lot better than we thought we were going to. And so we surprised ourselves and we didn't let those little win mistakes ruin our game. It was, okay, well, I know if I go for a birdie here, I have a chance at that, but I could make my par very stressful. So let's lay this up. Let's put it close to where I can get a stress-free par. Let's move on and attack the next hole. That's the whole point is you need to be consistent if you want to be successful at disc golf. And so that's what we're trying to do. Hopefully this episode helped you in becoming a more consistent disc golfer and you have a little bit more understanding of how to play disc golf in the wind and how you can be a better disc golfer in the wind. I hope this episode has helped. If it did, make sure you leave a like, rating, comment, review, all those kinds of things. Hit us up on TikTok and Instagram at Chain Clankers Disc Golf for more content, and we will see you guys next week.